0: guys. So before I get into this week's episode, we obviously have to discuss what the fuck is going on in the world right now. I couldn't start this week's episode without acknowledging the reoccurring, disgusting acts of violent racism and just blatant disregard of human life that we as a country continue to witness. As a privileged white woman... I realize I may not even have a right to be saying something about this. People may get really pissed off, but it also just did not feel right not to because what I saw sickened me. I'm aware as a comedy podcast, you guys don't come to call her daddy to listen to my political views, my religious views, my world views. I get that. You guys go to the news and leaders who you respect for that information. But I also know... I have a huge platform, and I think it's really fucking important that I address what is going on right now. From what I have come to understand, people of all color need to speak out and unite right now more than ever. And during this time, from what I've read, in order for any of us to acquire an understanding of people who have experienced different lives in us, have grown up differently, are experiencing different pains in us, we're going to have to listen. We're going to have to learn. We're going to have to unlearn. And we're going to have to do some serious fucking self-examination. In order to take any of the positive steps that everyone is talking about right now on the internet, on the news, In order to do that and take the necessary steps towards eliminating racism, we need to be doing all these things, listening, learning. I don't want to sound preachy, but change starts individually. And I'm going to take this time to figure out my part. I've been trying to take all of this in and I really fucking encourage you guys to find and do what is your role. There are so many places right now you can donate. And even if you don't have the money, that's fine. You can donate time. You can donate your services. I think also I get it. There's like so many fucking links on the internet right now. So I will continue to post um, verified links of places that you guys can go donate um, where I have donated because I know we want to make sure obviously whatever site we're donating, you're actually helping the cause. So I, if I get one thing across just in this intro right now, I'm hoping that everyone listening can understand we have a huge opportunity right now to be the change and to ensure the momentum everyone in the world is feeling right now is sustained. Let's not let this fade out in a few months or even in a few weeks, less and less posts, less on the news. I really feel our generation, the people listening to this fucking podcast, we can be the agents of change. We can do it. We can do anything we fucking put our minds to. I also think it's so important. It's like, especially right now with this whole age of like social media influencers, that should have a whole new fucking meaning right now. If you have influence, you have a voice, say something. And I know so many people are so fucking freaked out. They're like, oh my God, I don't know if I want to say anything. I'm going to lose followers. I'm going to lose followers. Yeah, that's fine. Why the fuck would you want any of those people that are racist to fucking follow you? Be ready. Be ready to take the backlash that may come from it. Because anything we take is no fucking comparison to what the people living it have endured. Speak up. Go donate. Go participate, guys. Black Lives Matter. All lives matter. That's not what we're fucking talking about right now. That's not what we're focusing on. It's black lives. This is a human rights issue. It's not a political issue. So with that said, I know you guys come to the show to hear me talk about sex, relationships, and dating, and to hopefully smile and laugh for an hour. And I'm here to give you guys just that, a kick-ass episode. We all have to continue to do our jobs But this episode is not more important, not even close to more important than what is going on in the world right now. We have to all do our jobs, and I hope I do mine this week, and I make you guys laugh and smile. And cancel culture? Yeah, I'm against canceling individuals over superficial drama bullshit. But fucking cancel racism. And if you're racist, go fuck yourself. I don't want you to listen to my show ever again. Do you call him daddy? Do I call her daddy? Call her daddy. (laughs) Happy one day, wiener holes. It is your single father, Alex Cooper, back at it again for another lovely, lovely sexual raw dog episode of Caller. Um, so I'm in my parents' basement right now and, you know, (laughs) she signs a new contract. She's moving up in the world back to the parents' basement. I mean, you really can't make this shit up. My brother came over, he drove from Philadelphia to the suburbs of Pennsylvania, Amish land, and he walks in the door just made the trip to come downstairs and shit on me for the fact that I was podcasting from our parents basement and and I get it I actually totally agree with him like this isn't exactly where I expected to be you know she starts her show she's she's doing her thing she's a single father I feel like a weirdo um Barstool sent me these two pictures that we have to put up with our advertisers I'm sitting in my basement right now with two pictures of myself behind me and then me. So there's three of me down here in my parents' basement. The whole situation feels a little bit off. Um, and, and it's weird because being in this basement, I'm staring at specific like landmarks almost. That's definitely not the word, but like, you get what I'm saying. I have so many memories in this basement. My basement kind of was the party basement. I convinced, I was that kid that convinced my dad, like, dad, if you let me drink here, I won't get roofied by the kids at the party and you give me the alcohol. And he's like, bitch, shut up. But then I ended up having the party. So I'm looking at like the little corner over there. Um, that's where Alex gave her first blow job. Terrifying. Honestly, one of the worst blow jobs I think that's ever fucking come across anyone. The poor kid, his little weenie, his little baby carrot sticking right up. And I had no idea what to do. Go down on it like corn on the cob. Not a clue. Pretty sure I had break. Braces. No, I didn't have braces. Did I have braces? It was awful. Um, Then there's like this section of my basement that has um, a carpet and I can still see these stains of the throw up that came out of all of my friends mouths at some point in time at a party from the four loco. I mean, it was just disgusting. I'm actually really excited because Lauren, my childhood best friend, the infamous third roommate that lived with Sophia and me in the 301 is going to come on next week. And that woman, she has done some shady, shady fucking shit down here in this basement. Mom, I'm podcasting. (laughs) I don't know if you guys just heard that. I don't think Joe Rogan... Um, has these issues, you know, where like his parents are like, Joey, (laughs) we're coming down. Like, I'm like, mom, enough with the dryer podcast. So that's just been like a fucking, uh, it's a, oh, fucking yes. I'm going to address that really quickly. This week's episode, I'm going to try to attempt to refrain from using the F word as much um, as I did in last week's episode. I am very aware that it offends some people. Um, I hear it from my mother. I hear it from my Nana cursing me out from the heavens above. So I'm really sorry about that, guys. I'm going to try to um refrain from saying the F bomb so much in this episode and just just pick another expletive. So today is going to be a really, really special day because there is a man in my life that I am going to bring on this show and I know he loves me and his name is Dave Portnoy. Dave Portnoy and I have a very interesting relationship. I know everyone on the Internet is like, oh, my God, Alex, are you so fucking nervous? Like, holy shit, this is so scary for you to go back to barstool. And and does he hate you? I don't think so. And I know I could be so delusional in saying that, but I genuinely don't think that Dave hates me. I could be so fucking wrong and he gets on here and he's like, "No, I I literally hate you. But in my mind, and I think that's the best way to live life is in denial and I think he likes me and I think that it's all a ploy on the internet. Yes, we had um, this minor, (laughs) minor setback of me trying to backstab him and like ruin his entire business. But aside from the minor setback, I really think Dave and I have always had a really good relationship. So I'm going to have him on and there's a couple things I want to talk about. Obviously, you guys want to hear all about the drama, but... I think a more pressing issue, a more call her daddy related topic that needs to be addressed when Dave Portnoy comes on here is Dave Portnoy's sex tape. (coughs) What? Alex? Huh? There are some of you that may not know this, but back in the fall, Dave Portnoy's sex tape was leaked. Now, was it a full sex tape? No, it was like eight fucking seconds. However, it was a sex tape. I remember where I was. I remember how many times I watched it. I remember his exact positioning. I remember the level of tan he was. Is it creepy? Yes. As my boss, I'm not going to comment it. As the fucking call her daddy host who speaks for the daddy gang, we got to fucking grill him. I need to know if he released it. I want to know all the fucking details. Um, so we're going to talk about a sex tape. I mean, I've always wanted to have a porn star come on to this show I think what who's better to have on as the first porn star than my fucking boss David 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 Jones (laughs) also guys heads up there are a few audio moments that truly make my heart hurt in this interview with Dave but it's his fault for being in Florida right now and not in my basement so please forgive me let's get him on the man the myth Introducing David. All right, Dave Portnoy is with us. I am genuinely shocked that you have clothes on right now, that you don't have like a blunt in your hand and like a naked chick on your lap. Um Dave's in Florida right now, everyone. Hi Dave. Hey, what's up? So he rescheduled me because he was hungover.
1: I was very tired. I was very tired this morning.
0: That's a really professional way to say you're so fucked up and hungover. So, um, how's Florida?
1: It's better than New York. Uh, I'm in. So I'm in Fort Lauderdale. So I have a nice house. I rented a house. Uh, we rented like a fucking yacht last night. So it's been good. It's been. That's why. That's why hungover. We rented like a yacht yesterday. So I was on a yacht.
0: Thank you for the invite. Um, I'm in my parents' basement right now in Pennsylvania. I really appreciate the invite. Yeah, we got we got a ways to go. Yeah. Okay. 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 Fair enough. Okay. So I think it was funny because one of our first like jokingly personal connections that no one knows about. And I feel like people love this shit. is like, it was in the first few months of me working at Barstool. We found out that one of your ex girlfriends was fucking my ex boyfriend. And we were like, Oh my god, like this is such a cute connection. Like we're eskimo cousins or like i don't know what that makes us but it was like a cute uh, not little- only that
1: alex but oh. your ex <laughs> met her through me
0: shut the fuck up oh yeah wait i didn't know that tell me that
1: no i introduced i introduced i introduced what are we doing names well everyone's gonna know who it is on my end okay, but yeah okay. i introduced okay.
0: like you're a matchmaker you're like i'm done with her you can have her now and well, then he I only, went to he, you. He
1: wanted to, he wanted to fuck her right away. But right. Like, for all I know, she probably did. I mean, she fucking was fucking everybody. So who knows?
0: It was a great story. So I was like, that's so fun because I feel like a lot of people, it's like you don't get that personal connection with your boss to be able to be like, hey, like we have mutual people we fucked in common. Like, this is so fun.
1: Three um, degrees separation. Area.
0: Yeah, like, what the fuck? So my next question is, like, so many people are asking us, are Dave and you prepared to possibly get sued by Sue and his lady? And will you talk about it as openly as you did the negotiations?
1: You know, it's been interesting because, like, the one thing that happened when we talked about, like, the Barso crowd and the Call Her Daddy crowd, when I did the podcast, it combined the Call Her Daddy and, like, Barstool people for the first time, which, by the way, nobody has felt the full brunt. Like, the Call Her Daddy crowd, (laughs) it is, like, a child of Barstool. It's, like, the same crazy mentality of, like, the commenters and the fans. And when they combine and go after somebody, it's, like, nuts. So I'm a pretty much an open book. But if they sue me or us, it'll be so preposterous that I would be forced (laughs) to, like, Go bananas.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, we're going to have to say something. I think just because, like... There's so many people legally that are like, well, what What are they going to sue you guys for? And I'm at the same. I'm like, am I about to get sued? Like, I don't know. And you and I joke about it. Like, we don't know the legal terms of a bunch of the stuff that our, like, lawyers come at us with. But I think at the end of the day, you and I are both content creators. And, like, it is going to be content. If you and I are getting sued by the two of them, like, we're going to fucking talk about it.
1: Yeah. Um, and, I mean, I really don't know. I told you. I kept telling you even before this happened, I said to you, like, A million times, like, I want to meet this guy. Oh, my
0: God. Daddy gang, every single time I would, like, literally talk to Dave, he would be like, I want to meet this guy. I'm like, no, trust me, you don't. Like, you guys are literally are two different breeds. Like, he's going to show up in his suspenders. Like, he's going to offer you ballet tickets. And Dave was like, no, I want to fucking meet him. Like, I want to get in a room with this motherfucker.
1: Because everything I was hearing and knowing how it was going is like, this fucking guy thinks he's, like, the smartest guy in the room. And he's just going to, like, bulldoze. It's like, I don't know. I said it. I did a rant on him the other day. It's like, even if this ended the other way and I said it to you and Sophia at, on the rooftop, I'm like, if you guys leave and just quit, it's going to be world war three. Now I think, I don't know. You'll admit it. What I was figuring was going to happen. It was going to be, he said, she said, and I don't think the daddy gang was going to believe like my version, even though it was the truth.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it was pretty brilliant that you came in at the time that you did. I'll give you props for that because I think at the end of the day, when it turned that Sophia and I were so on different pages, it was going to be Sophia's story versus my story. And the fact that you came in as a third party and was able to tell the truth, I think was super critical in telling just like the entire overview of the story with no opinions involved. Okay, so people want to know, like just in your opinion, what is the vibe that you're getting from everyone at Barstool and like their opinion of me? You obviously don't have to name names or you can, but like, do people hate that I'm coming back? Do people, are people okay with it? Like, what is your temperature you're getting from them?
1: Yeah, I think there's a vibe of like, you're, we're welcoming back a malcontent that can very much like help us win games. Using like a right. sports analogy. And I've been saying, I don't know if you're on it. I sent like a company email.
0: When oh, I, I knew it. you were
1: coming back and you may, you guys may have been off it because we were like, didn't trust you. So like, it's no, you I got anything. that
0: email, which probably means yeah. Sophia got that email. Probably.
1: We're also bad at that. I like, we get people still fucking who got fired like years ago. So yeah, I sent an email that was like, Hey, we've worked this out with Alex. I know some people may be like, she's been kind of an asshole to the barstool crowd, but like, let's start fresh.
0: I think that's another question everyone was having was like, what are the chances of the barstool deal with me being extended after one year? Like, would Alex consider staying? And would, Dave, you be even open to continuing? Or, like, what do you think?
1: Yeah. I, um, again, I could be wrong. It tot- I would totally be open to it. My instinct is you will be here more than a year. I think we'll extend but the- I have no idea. But that that's my yeah. vibe. That's my vibe.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's almost like a new chapter in a clean slate. And I obviously know it's like, it's like a relationship. Like trust has been broken and we need to work back up. But at the end of the day, I do think that like we'll be able to figure something out. Um, Okay. So that's like all great. And I'm really happy we covered all the business aspect of things. Like I really think we got to surface level. Now we're going to get really deep. Dave Portnoy, you have your own sex tape and I just am so proud to have you on and I've never talked with you about it. So like we're here. Are you comfortable? Are you nervous?
1: (laughs) No, no, I don't care about it. At all. Like, I don't know who released it. I have no idea to this day. It was an old video. Okay. Um, and, and the girl in it, like, has a boyfriend or whatever. So she doesn't oh. want it out. So that's the only, like, reason I shy. Like, to be honest, they were clearly trying to get at me for whoever released it. But it, I was happy with how I looked in it. <laughs> so I don't know why they would release it like that. It wasn't just eight seconds. And I'm not performing at that level for all fucking time so i don't but know why I, they released that eight
0: i would i am so proud of you that you as a man can just like own it. it's like listen that's not what it's like the whole time because those eight seconds were extremely vigorous eight seconds <laughs> those um, two
1: moments <laughs> the sex date moment and i've become like ingratiated with the daddy gang my dms went like bananas
0: i was gonna say so okay so everyone that didn't see it so you're telling me that the sex tape was longer than eight seconds but somehow there was only a clip released that was eight seconds cut okay and it was just very interesting that through that eight seconds you were performing top notch and her face was not in it so you did not release this tape
1: No, so and to clarify, her head was going up for a second, and like a oh yeah, you pushed it down. down.
0: (laughs) Oh, oh, Dave, I watched it. Yes, um, we love, we love that. Uh, that was very commendable of you. You really took the aggressive, assertive approach, and we love that here on Call Her Daddy. I think we encourage men to do that. Obviously, you have to ask the woman if she likes that kind of stuff, but she looked like she was enjoying it. Um, okay, so her face isn't in it. You don't know who released it, right? And you're telling me that you didn't release it?
1: No, it was, listen, the night of it, I went to a Celtics game with like my ex-girlfriend that the, the night of, and the, I don't know what the Celtics were doing. They never do this. Like I was on court side. I was sitting next to like Gucci Mane. They took a picture of myself and my ex who were still friendly and like, you know, we were on good terms and I, and I liked her. And they put it on the front page of Celtics.com. So it was everywhere. And she didn't really want to be like, you know, because we it broke broken it up. It's like she wasn't sure if she wanted to be seen with me necessarily. Because
0: Okay, hold on. She went to a fucking courtside Celtics game, but she doesn't know if she wants to be seen with you? To her
1: defense, she's turned it down a bunch, but we want to hang out. And I was only there. And she was telling the truth. Right, right, right.
0: Like, only want to go courtside, but, like, you couldn't have done, like, a box or anything. Like, courtside, but, like, also keep it low-key. The
1: best. I would never I
0: know. Go. But I also know if I'm going to be courtside, I'm going to be fucking photographed. So I'm sorry, but no, keep going. Keep but, going. But by it's the fine.
1: Celtics, no, because we had gone to a ton and never had that happen. So Right, um, right, right. Okay. They took the picture and put it on the front of Celtics.com, and she's like, oh, I'm, it's blowing up that I'm here. Whatever. So we were in bed that night, and I got text around midnight from the barstool account and it's like oh. this is going this is going viral and i was like uh-oh and she's like what is that and i was like i don't want to show you she's like are you talking to girls because i'm gonna fucking leave if you're talking to girls i'm uh-oh. like i promise you i'm not and she's like, you're well, like show sweetheart
0: me. it's way worse
1: yeah i'm like she's like show me i'm like i don't want to show you that either she's like well i don't believe you i'm leaving so i showed it and she left anyways
0: Okay, so you both were aware you were filming it at the time. So yes. this was an old video. Whose phone was it filmed on? Can you tell me that? Mine. Okay. Mm. Mm, David. Mm. So <laughs> who had that video other than you and your ex?
1: Well, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I have no idea. It was very old.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know either. Um. So I think it's so funny because at the time, I remember where I was when my boss's sex tape dropped, which is such an interesting situation. So I should have been at the office. I was leaving this guy's apartment in New York that I just reconnected with. And I stayed at his place and I'm in bed and I'm getting up to go do a walk of shame. And I have so many fucking texts that morning like, yo, did you see Dave's sex tape, sex tape? I'm like, what the fuck? I am literally doing an Uber ride of shame home. I have a dress on, no fucking underwear. My hair is a mess. And I'm sitting in my Uber watching my boss's sex tape. I get home, go to Dwayne Reed, get some Sour Patch, Cheetos and iced tea, walk upstairs, watch it like a hundred more times. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, is this like kind of fucked up and inappropriate that I'm watching it this many times? Yes, then I also, time. Yeah, like federal time. Like, Alex, like, fuck off. But I couldn't stop watching it because I'm like, as my boss, no comment. But as the Colorado Daddy host, there's just so much going on there that needs to be discussed. I mean your stance and, and your performance there in that eight seconds. Yes, they were, (laughs) they were eight seconds, but they were a a brilliant eight seconds. I'll give you that.
1: Thank you. Yeah. And you know that when I, when I was, when that was released, I couldn't walk down the street, like everybody, like everybody was like, Hey, saw your sex tape. Saw I I mean, it was the number one, somebody in the unboxing sent me like a frame picture as the number one, search term on Pornhub
0: and kind of like fuck you because i feel like there's so many sex tapes out there that like it's such a full sex tape and there's gonna be like a shitty moment people make into a meme you are the motherfucker that got the nice little eight second highlight reel looking nice and tan and your position what do you call that position like do you have people you have called it? it the
1: Bagwell. <laughs> it's been nicknamed the bagwell it's like an old baseball player had a, a stance similar <laughs> to that
0: <laughs> oh wow okay so but everything like went fine with it after that like you guys did you make up and like it wasn't that big of a deal
1: yeah well we wiped we got wiped like i was there's nothing that can be like said or done about me that bothers me at this point i'm pretty <laughs> out so i didn't give a fuck i cared very much for the girl i didn't want her name released it was all about trying to protect that Everyone was trying to figure it out so we can't yeah. get it wiped off the internet
0: oh really oh Wait, the last question I forgot to ask you was what did your parents, because I know you're like close with your parents. What did your parents think about your sex tape?
1: So they didn't say anything for a while and they were in Miami <laughs> with me. We went out to dinner and finally came up and they thought I released it to be like Kim Kardashian. So I was oh like, what my the God. fuck are you talking about? They're like, why would I ever do that? Like we're already So once they found out it wasn't me, they were happier.
0: But, like, I could also see because I thought the same thing. I was like, he looks too put together. Did Dave Portnoy do a little post post to, like, bump the ratings? I Listen, You know what? I wouldn't hate you for it. I, I really wouldn't
1: hate you for there'd it. There would be more, like, logic to that if it was, like, a recent video
0: yeah 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 i feel you so we're gonna talk about dating now because i think that as you know and oh i can only fucking imagine your confidence in your head was getting so large when you had control of the caller daddy accounts i think you felt like the most powerful man in the world you <laughs> began to abuse it a little bit like and that and i ha- funny though no well, you were killing it at first, and then you got a little greedy, and then you, like, were getting power hungry, and it was perfect for me because then finally people were like, okay, Alex, we need you back. Like, he's funny, but, like, fucking relax. I
1: think people yeah. were getting tired.
0: Um, I'm going to ask you a couple questions just so that, like, people can get to know you because you are single right now. Yes. Yes. Okay. You are an eligible bachelor, and you talk about it all the time. You're extremely rich. Are you nervous people are going to use you for your money, Dave?
1: So the first girl, our mutual friend, and I didn't have the money back then. I didn't have the money I had now, but she, uh, she definitely used me. And that was the first (laughs) time I was out of my marriage. Um, So I learned a lot from that. Like my parents were basically like, what'd you lose your brain? I'm pretty good now. I feel like scoping it out. The only thing that's weird is like a lot of people, girls, like they think they know me already because they follow me or whatever so i, I you don't meet somebody like fresh we went on a boat yesterday and there was a girl who was nice pretty and i was like hanging out with her and then like she took out her cell phone and uh. like let me facetime with my fucking friend i'm like i don't want to do that and then i walked away and then she's like recording me like gaz actually fucking kicked her out and i'm like yeah you gotta get like so it's just weird like Like, why why would you just, like, I'm not a
0: clown. That, okay, yeah, you're not, like, at a carnival. And, like, anyone listening to this podcast, like, you pulling out your cell phone makes you look like the biggest fucking loser at the party. Like, I'm sorry, but you trying to FaceTime people in, and I know that's, like, being really blunt, but, like, Dave, tell me that's not the most unattractive thing. Like, you're never going to fuck that girl.
1: Never. I I never want to talk to her again. It was, like, it, it, it. it's the number one fastest way for me. Like, what, what, like, what are you fucking yeah. doing?
0: You can be freaking out inside, bitches. Like, you can be texting away, but don't fucking let anyone know. Um, or do okay. it after.
1: Like, if you actually yes. like me, like, I don't give a fuck if I go on, like, a couple dates with a girl. She's so, like, do you mind if, like, this right. guy, my, my best friend, like, I don't care. But if I, like, just kind of met you, it's it's an insane yeah.
0: Um. Okay, do you take girls on dates or do you just invite them, like, to come hang out?
1: Dates really yeah. wait what yeah mostly dates what What do you mean like hang out in a group or like one-on-one
0: like just have them come over to your apartment and put your penis in them I don't know no
1: I it, I don't like doing that at all
0: oh oh, oh. like you're talking wait. about
1: inviting somebody like sight unseen
0: yeah like if you're gonna meet them for the first time like where are you meeting a girl
1: out because what if I don't like them
0: true but like you're taking her on a date to dinner
1: I mean, maybe a drink, dinner. I'm like, I have a good enough personality. I feel like, and I'll talk to somebody enough where you have to absolutely suck for me to like be miserable forever. Like, I can get through dinner.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Dave. You love yourself enough that you can talk to yourself through dinner, and I love
1: fucking a plus in the living room personality.
0: (gasps) Anyways, so what is the most expensive thing that you've ever bought for a girl?
1: Oh, well. I mean, that's an easy one. No, it's an easy one. A wedding ring. I mean.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, okay. After that. After that.
1: It's probably.
0: My contract.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, it's probably (laughs) like a Celine bag for that fucking idiot. Yeah.
0: The one that we mutually know. Yes. You bought her a Celine bag. Yep. Oh, David! You've got nice taste. Did she pick it out, or did you?
1: Uh, we went together. The good news you went is, to... well, the good news is, we got in a fight, like, mm-hmm. and it ended like shortly after that. And I just fucking happens. kicked her the fuck out. And the Celine bag was at my house, so she doesn't. <gasps> she didn't get it. The next girl I hung out with, no, who, who came over, and I didn't hook up with her. Oh no! You know what happened? She's like, when's the last time you had sex? And I was like, last night. And she's like, oh, well, then I, I got to wait. I was like, fine. And then I just gave her the bag and she left.
0: You gave a random bitch a Celine bag?
1: Yeah, I didn't want it.
0: I wish I had the rooftop meeting then. What? That's <laughs> wild. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, a Celine bag? Like, that's pretty impressive. Um, would yeah, you ever I was just- an idiot. Like,
1: I just, <laughs> I've gotten a lot smarter. I mean... I'll spend a lot, I guess, if I'm like seeing a girl, like we'll go away or do whatever. But
0: Um, what catches your eye in the DMs? Do you look for someone that's like funny? Do you not give a fuck what they write? You're just like going to go obviously look because you're just trying to like fuck.
1: I don't like generally like big Instagram followings because I feel like they're just clout chasers.
0: Oh, so you. Oh, my God. Wait, this is great for the daddy gang. So if a girl has like a thousand followers, that is like a check plus for her.
1: You mean because that's not a lot? You mean right? Or oh, is that enough? All- yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay, like that so, would be like normal.
0: So and like, do you usually like? Does it bother you if you see a girl who has like a shit ton of bikini pictures, or do you stay away from those girls?
1: No, I won't stay away. Yeah, I
0: won't. Would... Okay, <laughs> I'll never stay away, guys. Um, are you gonna be yeah, upset like... if a girl puts a finger up your butt?
1: No, definitely not.
0: We're really getting places today. It's oh, that's 2020.
1: good. Yeah, no, no, I hate
0: when dudes say they can't. They're like, no, fuck that. I'm like, no, you then absolutely fucking like it.
1: Okay. I don't like wanted I wanted to like suck my toes. I was no part of that. Oh, really? Yeah. It, I mean, I let her try. I did not like it. She like begged. I was like, fine, but I don't like okay.
0: it. Okay. And you like didn't get hard. It like wasn't hot. Okay. Not my thing. Um, much. what is your least favorite sex position?
1: Maybe uh girl on top, maybe. Really? Why? Yeah. I, they don't I'm know not, what they're doing. No, I'm more like a kind of like a control guy.
0: Okay, boobs or butt guy. But Dinner or drinks.
1: I prefer dinner.
0: Oh, are you just like completely repairing your reputation right before my eyes? Um, what are you talking lo- about? Yeah, no, always, <laughs> I'm a dinner guy. No, I just mean like obviously on the internet people are like he's a fucking pig. You're like I like to wine and dine a bitch before I pork her. Okay, blonde or brunette.
1: I don't think everyone says, everyone thinks I'm blonde, but I'm not. I'm equal opportunity. I mean, I like Asians too. Okay. Over 30 or under 30? I honestly don't care about age. A lot. Most of the girls I find who like slide in my DMs tend to be young, but, uh, and I don't give a, uh like uh, personality is personality looks are way more important. I don't don't care about age and I'm always way older. So how could I care?
0: Right, right, right. He's a giving man. Listen, if you're in your, you know, you're 20 years old he'll give you a date you know like even if you're 18 um okay will you eat a girl out on the first hookup
1: i have no rules on any of it yeah sure
0: oh dave that's great you're such a giving man do you like eating like do you mind eating a girl out
1: it's not my favorite thing but i know girls are into it so what are you gonna do
0: right 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 yeah
1: i have no problem with it I don't know that I'm really you- fucking good at it. It's, I just like close my eyes and fucking go. But.
0: Right, right, right. Well, I think that that's like, you know, you could listen to my fucking podcast. Um, you know, there is an episode. It was number one, how to eat pussy. And it's, you know, on your network. So you could fucking listen.
1: Yeah, still when the lights come on. It's a different game.
0: Right. right. <laughs> oh, that's actually a good question that I didn't have written down. I think a lot of girls are like super self-conscious about their vaginas. And like, you can be totally honest, like, do you stare at a girl's vagina? No, he's n- shaking no. his head. No, he's like, no, a pussy is a pussy. And I'm diving in there with my dick. Like, that's it. That's okay. Thank you. Because I think a lot of girls are super self-conscious. Obviously, we have like the porn star hot dog in a bun situation. Yep. Other girls have like more situation going on. Okay. Um, I don't think do I've you- ever
1: walked down and been to a buddy like, oh, that girl had like a disastrous pussy ever.
0: Right. Right. You're like, no, I just fucked it. And it was great. Do you think you've ever received the Gluck luck?
1: Oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> definitely.
0: Oh, my God. That's great. That's really great. I'm really I mean, happy. A lot for of you. Those
1: have, even before all this, that's like a right. pretty common right. thing that girls this- will say to me.
0: Yeah, yeah, like a pretty disgusting, sloppy blowjob. That's great. Have you ever just like slide
1: in with like, I want to give you the block, block?
0: Wow, and you've taken them up on that offer, essentially. But you're not thinking about me while it's happening, right? Anyways, fuck.
1: (laughs) People have asked me that a million times. Like, have I hooked up with either you or Sophia? Oh, we need to address that. It's like I fucking hated them so much; they (laughs) might as well have been like. The two grossest humans, like, in the world.
0: <laughs> Dave! All right, relax. <laughs> um, no, I I agree. Like, I think there's... We have to address it because um, there was a screenshot posted. Did you see it? And oh, it was Sophia. like... so Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Sophia was talking to her guy best friend. And she said um dave forced her to do a show with an employee he was fucking and people think you and i had sex and then people were damning me it was my favorite they were like do you and dave have secret sex dave Pornoy, have you and i ever had sex any sexual relations even okay and we've never had sexual relations
1: no and that fucking dm is like I didn't force anybody to do fucking shit.
0: I think also it's funny because I was thinking and I'm like, I think the only time we've ever touched skin is when I shook your hand the first day I met you. And then after that, I I don't even shake your fucking hand. I wave at your head. Hello, Dave. Goodbye, Dave. So the last two questions was, what is your favorite sex position? Doggy classic I could have called that from a mile away (laughs) um okay so I think that's like basically it I think I just wanted to ask you like I personally feel like we're kind of like ready to put this drama to bed you know people made their own decisions people date who they date love who they love make business decisions you and I are in business together I think that we're working on a healthy open, honest relationship, no sex involved. Um, and I think that like the drama's over. You know what I mean? Is there any totally. last things you want to like say on it?
1: No, it's what I I mean I'd say this to you privately, I'd say it to you publicly, and I think I've said it, I said it on the podcast, I said it to everybody who, who has worked with us. There's plenty of people who, like don't like me, but I will never truly hate anybody no matter what happens, if everyone's just honest with each other. That was the thing that, like, drove me crazy. So um, I think we're on the same page now, and I'm excited. Oh, yeah,
0: that was one of the last questions was, what's your opinion of me now?
1: If, like, honestly, I'd be a total fucking moron if it's just like, yep, we're going to be great and ready to roll. <laughs> it's like, yeah, all right, I let, let's start building it up and get the trust back, and hopefully yeah. it works exactly like how we want it to work moving forward.
0: But are you going to still tell the girls that you hang out with that I'm a fucking idiot?
1: No, 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 not anymore. (laughs) I I, I always say it was, it's like, she's well, a lot of people saw a very different side of you, too. In your first video, that is a side that I knew existed, like, forever. So, yeah, it's it's not an idiot. It was more like, I fucking hate these girls.
0: Yeah, but you don't hate me now.
1: No, not now.
0: You never really hated me.
1: No, I hated you. (laughs) I i
0: no, i can see that and i think i think that's a good point that you just said like i a part of me is almost there's obviously good comes out of bad situations and i do i said it on my first podcast i was like I do feel like there was a side of me that I couldn't show the internet just because it wasn't on brand. And I do feel like this is like a new era for me to be able to actually incorporate the Alex that you see in business meetings and behind closed doors. Because I think people were so fascinated prior to this entire situation. Like, what is it like being in a business meeting with Alex Cooper? Like, does she not have a brain? Right.
1: One of the things that I always get and I would say even when I hated you, it's like when people are trying to side with us, Barstool, they're like, there are two jits anybody can do it. Put two like whores up there. Haven't talk. That's just wildly inaccurate. We've gotten so many submissions. 99.9% of them are bad. Like yeah. your success was not a flu. So it is good to be able to show that side probably to a degree.
0: All right. Thank you for coming on.
1: All right. Bye.
0: Bye. Okay, guys. So before we move on to the last segment, best segment, um, I wanted to clarify something for you guys, for the Daddy Gang. So I know I told you guys that moving forward, I'm going to have Daddy Gang guests come on. I am planning on having Daddy Gang on, but it will most likely be in two to three, four episodes. Why that is right now is, I'm trying to figure out how to organize this. We're having people submit their stories. And the first issue, and I've, I'm have i very aware of it, is I want to make sure these are real stories. Um, we want to make sure that people aren't just like making shit up to come on the show. So it's almost like... I was about to say we have to do background checks. We're not doing like background checks, but every show has to take these measures. Just bear with me for the next few episodes. I'm going to have Lauren on and a couple other people on before we can have Daddy Gang on because I just want to make sure that when we come on, it's real ass shit. And you guys don't hate me for someone coming on and being like, well, I fucked Bradley Cooper. And it's like, bitch, that was a lie. So we just need to, you know, tighten up the screws a little scroopy doopy. Um, and then we'll have Daddy Gang on. And I'm really fucking excited. I'm also really fucking excited for a little thing I like to go. <sighs>
1: Questions
0: of the week Questions of the week Questions of the week Guys, questions of the week um, I understand I lose followers every time I do that You know, it's a risk I've got to take Okay, first question Alex sending love. I also had a best friend breakup this year, so I totally felt everything you said in the last episode. Thank you. So I fucked up and did the opposite of the daddy thing to do and got so clingy with a guy I met on a dating app over quarantine. Can I come back from this? We were messaging all day, every day for a month until he literally said it was too emotionally draining. So I fucked up and I know it, but I want to slide back in and fix things. Do the dip in dip out method, etc. Do I address the fact that he was right and it was too intense or do I just come back with a snap and pretend like nothing happened? Do I just forget about him? Anyways, you totally have my support. Daddy gang forever. Even in the single father era. All right, listen, men hate talking about shit. Most, most men hate talking about feelings, hate talking about emotional shit like this. So I think you sending a text addressing the fact that you were a little too fucking aggressive and too forward is a no-go. This happens a lot, but men have very short-term memories. They're like little puppies, all right? Especially when you post a hot picture or something to the internet. So there are two ways to go about this. The best thing is to send him kind of like a hot picture on Snapchat, See his temperature, if he opens it, if he responds. If he doesn't respond, then I would let it go for a little bit. Um, And then you really got to give it a few months. But if he does respond, what I would do is make a joke somewhere in like your second, third conversation and throw in there making a joke about like, yeah, well, I used to be a psycho, like promise no emotions this time, LOL. Saying something like that, but not having a conversation about it, addressing it, and the man not having to comment is is like a guy's dream. When girls think that they need to address it and be like... Okay. Hi, Jeffrey. Listen, I understand that I was like way too much last time and I'm ready to move forward and really take things way slower and not be too aggressive. Are you okay? like, and then he's going to be like, bitch, I don't want to talk about this. Men want to know that you figured your shit out and they don't have to deal with it anymore. So if you can send a hot snap, he answers two to three combos in drop a joking line about how you're a fucking psychopath. And you're aware of that. And like, I woke up and I don't even know what fucking came over me. Like, sorry, That is way more the kind of tone I think men like to have. Figure your own shit out and let him know you figured it out, but you don't need to have a conversation with him because men and emotional conversations with women that they're not even fucking dating, they're just fucking and hooking up with, it's like a no fucking go, okay? I have been dating my boyfriend for five years and I don't want to have sex with him. For like the last year, I have had to force myself to have sex with him and focus so hard on coming. I love him and I don't want to break up, but I don't find him attractive. I've told him thousands of times to fix his bed game, change his style, be more attractive, literally everything to try to make him more attractive. What do I do? Do I dump him or do I stick it out? Okay, wow. Here's the thing. Everyone is different and I think it's really important to focus on the fact that there are some people in the world, as much as we joke on this podcast about how everyone's sex drive should be 100%, you should be wanting to fuck like rabbits 24-7. There are some people that sex is not a huge driving factor when they are entering into relationships. Shocking. Mm, not really, okay? There are some people that don't have that height of testosterone or don't have hormones that are like, I want to fuck 24-7. So... If I was personally in a relationship and was not attracted to the guy anymore, which has happened, I think you need to end it. And I don't mean that in a superficial way, like, oh, I wasn't attracted to his looks anymore. No, everyone knows that point. It's a turn in a relationship where all of a sudden just everything grosses you out about that person. Like they're annoying. They're irritating. The way they fucking breathe is annoying. Just the way they look is annoying. The way everything they do is annoying. And if you are no longer attracted to them, I think personally for me, then I would get out of that situation. But if you are not an overly sexual person and you are okay with not having a lot of sex and your partner is more so like your best friend, that's a complete different situation. And I think everyone has to um, be aware of like, what, who are you? How, how important is sex to you and it seems like sex to this girl writing in it's really important to you so if you're (laughs) disgusted with your boyfriend um and you've been trying to tell him to somehow be more attractive and it's just not working I would say move on you seem very unhappy and I think that you better cut the cord or else like what's the point in staying in a relationship like that question about my ex-girlfriend so I met this girl on a dating app we dated for four months and during the beginning of quarantine she facetimed me and she told me that she wanted to remove the title and just be friends basically we broke up I unfollowed her on Instagram and then she blocked me after being blocked for like one month she unblocked me both of our Instagram accounts are still private and we don't follow each other She still follows my family members on Instagram, though. Should I try to follow her on Instagram? Why did she suddenly unblock me? What do I do? Oh, men, what it's like to be a man. Listen, women can be fucking crazy, batshit, if anything. What you have to understand is a lot of the time, if a female is pissed off, she makes emotional decisions in the heat of the moment that do not hold for shit in a few months, let alone a few hours hours okay so i mean i hate to fucking expose this but it's the fucking truth so the fact that she told you that she just wanted to be friends and take the title off and then you unfollowed her oh bitch you unfollowed me well now i'm gonna block your ass i'm gonna one up your ass like that's sometimes how women think in the heat of the moment so the fact that she unblocked you and she still follows your family I don't want to hype you up too much, but that's a really fucking good sign. That means that she's still holding on. Like I wouldn't follow a guy's family member still if I didn't think that there was any chance in the future that I may potentially get back with that guy. So if I were you, I would either follow her if you really want to or... You could just send her a snap or you could slide into her DMs with like a funny video or a gif or something and not fully follow her yet. Um, But I think it's a really good sign. This is so weird. But ever since the Caller Daddy drama, I've been having fantasies about (laughs) Dave Portnoy. I'll be masturbating and he pops into my mind and I come immediately. What the fuck is wrong with me? Wow, Dave is going to be so funny. Fucking happy this episode. He's just gonna be fucking having the time of his life. You know, girlfriend, whatever toots your boat. You know, um, I personally, I don't masturbate to my boss. um, But, you know, if that's what's getting the job done, a lot of women can't even come. So if you're coming and it takes my boss to make you come, then, you know, more power to you, sweetheart. Like, I'm not gonna get in the way of you and your fucking O. Okay, this girl asked. So, like, I can't come without my clip being touched, except. I feel weird touching it myself and guys don't seem to understand that. And it needs to be touched the whole time I'm having sex. How do I say something without it being awkward? All right. I think that there's a lot of this comes from insecurity and girls are so in their head when they're going to have sex and the thought you're like laying there and you're like, put your hand down there, put your hand down there, rub your own clip, bitch, fucking do it, fucking do it. And there's a lot of girls that are so in their own heads and they won't do it. You're like paralyzed. You're you're like, today is the day. I will rub it. And then he's fucking you and he comes all over your fucking belly. And you're like, so like, I just got fucked, but I didn't fuck. And it's like, no, 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 no. On call her daddy. If you are not rubbing your clit while you are fucking, you are not living. And I'm telling you, men think it's so hot too. So it's like a win-win. It feels good for you and you think it looks hot. You know what I mean? So it's like I understand that it's a little scary and I understand there are people listening to this podcast and we make sex sound so easy and everything, but it's not it's not easy. And I pr- it's not like you're going to do it and he's going to be like, "What are you doing?" "Hey, stop touching that. What are you doing?" <laughs> no. He's literally going to be like, "God damn!" now i'm just gonna come faster so like i think that it's all a lot of this is every woman is so in their heads during sex and fuck men because a lot of men just get to just cruise through life with regard to sex and they barely have to think about anything other than fucking not splooging too fast women we are thinking with our heads the whole time during sex and if i can give you any advice it's practice with yourself practice by yourself and then do it when you're having sex and and let all your inhibitions go and just enjoy yourself I would challenge every single woman listening to this podcast the next time you go to have sex do not focus on how hot your body angle looks don't focus on even pleasuring the man focus on on Making sure that you either achieve an orgasm or you just get as close to possible to like feeling like you are so turned on you're so enjoying yourself because I promise you when you do that you don't even realize it but the man will notice it and then you literally are going to look 10 times hotter because he's gonna be like oh this fucking bitch is in it to win it and it's gonna be better so. I know it's easier said than done, but I would really just encourage every single woman listening to this podcast. Next time you go to have sex, have sex for yourself and not for the man. Okay, this is a really um, serious question, and I think it's important that I read this because I don't think that we've fully touched a lot on this with Call Her Daddy. Alex, this story is more serious and kind of long, but my friends told me to go ahead and submit this. I've been a daddy gang member since the beginning, so I felt it might be important to share in case other daddies have similar experiences. My senior year of high school, I was in a really toxic relationship that completely screwed with my vision of what sex should be through sexual assault and coercion. I was at my lowest of low. And through this rough period, I looked forward to hearing the show every week after getting out of the relationship and beginning weekly therapy I started to work on myself, which was really hard to do because I had to see him every single day of that year and the following summer because we worked at the same place. And no one knew except for a couple close friends and my therapist. And even though I couldn't even sit close to a man without having a panic attack and the idea of sex disgusted me for months following, I still listened to Call Her Daddy every single week without fail. Over the course of that summer, after my senior year, Caller Daddy helped me come to terms with sex and what happened. The show helped me so much to get to a better place with myself. It's now a year later and I have become so confident and empowered in myself. And I have made amazing friends in college. I want you to know I look up to you for celebrating your sexuality and sharing the relationships, friendships, and hookups that come along with it. I am now so secure in myself and I definitely wouldn't have been that way without your help. Love you, Father. No one no- really knows about this still, so I'm scared to submit this. Please keep anonymous, but just wanted to share with the daddies. Okay, this is amazing. First of all, this girl is so strong for speaking out. She's now a freshman in college. There are so many people that endure trauma, whether it's sex-related, mental abuse, physical abuse, emotional abuse, and I know at the surface this show is to make you laugh and be wild and crazy, but this story I wanted to share because I want every single woman and man who listened to this podcast to know if you have had a negative experience that has affected the way you look at sex, if you can speak on it, speak about it, then you can manage it. And that's why I'm so happy like this girl saying she's she got into therapy, she shared with some close friends. I think there is such a negative stigma around therapy and mental health. It's like when you start a new job, you go through orientation, Because you have to learn new things. What is it people think you shouldn't learn and continue to learn about your mental health? It's your emotional IQ. It's one of the most important things we have. And some people think you shouldn't continue to be educated on it. It's the same thing as like you can physically have sex, but that doesn't mean you have intimacy through that sexual experience. It's the same thing as anything else. There are different levels to it. So focusing on your mental health Never, ever let someone tell you, you should feel ashamed for nurturing that relationship with yourself and that connection. I think this girl is so fucking strong for coming forward. It's like anyone that's ever experienced that kind of abuse. There is hope. It doesn't mean that sex will be ruined. Um, for the rest of your life. But I really do believe the first step is getting help. And therapy is not a bad thing at all. I go to fucking therapy. I gladly admit that. I think it's a healthy thing to talk about. Um, I'm so fortunate having a mom as a psychologist, and she's always normalized it to me, but I am very aware that there are some homes that people are raised in where, that's taboo and and it's don't talk about your feelings. Don't address these things. So I, I mean, I think that obviously we could have someone um, on this podcast even to talk more about it with me. So I know it's a little bit more deep of a question, but thank you so much for sharing. All right, daddy gang, that is it for this week. I am so Fucking excited because Lauren is coming on the show next week. Um, She's actually going to come downstairs to my basement. She came home to Pennsylvania for the weekend. Um, And we are going to get wild. We're going to have my dad make us some margaritas. We're going to get a little frisky and wild. There's so many fucking stories that need to be told. Um, I know that for so long everyone was like, okay, you and Sophia have a third roommate. Like, who is she? What is she doing? And why the fuck isn't she on the show? There was a reason she wasn't on the show for a while. And I was shocked when she was like, yeah, I'll come on. I was like, oh, Lauren? Lauren? I call her Lauren. Um, so she's super excited for you guys. Make sure you DM me questions that you want us to address with Lauren. Um, I love you guys. You dirty little slutty whores. I fucking love you. All right. Go have some sex, be safe, wear a mask, and just remember, I'll see you fuckers next Wednesday. <laughs>